This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Fed pivot may cap junk bond default, but risk remains. Dollar set for the biggest daily jump since October, and the U.S. companies are starting to lose their pricing power. These are the top three headlines in this week's weekly business brief. First up, investors' optimism that the Federal Reserve will start cutting interest rates is breathing new life into the market or junk debt debt providing timely relief to the lowest-rated companies and likely capping the rate of defaults in 2024. According to Reuters, as the U.S. central bank started to raise rates in 2022 and worries about defaults grew, companies rated below investment grades saw tepid demand from investors of their new loans and bonds. Many such companies turned to roundabout ways to raise money to get ahead of a $300 billion wall of bond and loan maturities in the next two years. In the last few months, however, yields have fallen as investors bet the Fed, emboldened by its progress in slowing a surge in prices that push inflation to a 40-year highs last year, will soon start cutting rates. Markets are now pricing the U.S. Central Bank's key policy rate to fall as much as 1.5% percentage points below the current five and a quarter to five and a half range by the end of next year. Expectations of such pivot had led to a resurgence in demand of high yield. In December, insurance brokerages USI Inc., a company rated deep in junk territory, became the first borrower in its category to tap the primary markets since April, according to data provided in former global market. You know, historically, we've seen that when the when the Fed lower rate shortly after that, we go into a correction, a recession. So in all of our previous recessions since we've been recording them, when they lower the rate, we seven to eight months later, we start to see a recession and unemployment spikes up. So what do the feds know? What data did Jerome Powell and his board have that they decided to start lowering rates? We're all excited about rates getting lowered. I'm excited as I'm a real estate guy and in the real estate business, super excited. I think it's good for real estate. But what's to come if history continues to repeat itself the way it has in the past and the pattern continues to go as it has been in the past, then we're expected for unemployment to spike. And when unemployment spikes, the American people hurt, the working class, middle America starts to hurt and businesses and small businesses hurt. So what's the trade-off, right? Lower rates, go unemployment. We'll have to wait and see what 2024 has in store for us. Next up, the dollar rose on the first trading day of the year, supported by higher U.S. yields as attention turned to U.S. jobs data and European inflation numbers this week, which may provide clues on central banks next moves. Also from Rudders, the dollar index, which measures the U.S. currency against six counterparts, was last up 0.67% at 102 0.05 on track for its biggest daily percentage gain since October. It fell 2% in 2023, snapping two years of gains due to investors' expectations that the U.S. Federal Reserve 
will cut rates significantly this year while the economy remains resilient. Underpinning the dollar's gains was a move higher in U.S. yields. The benchmark 10-year yield was last up 10 basis points at 3.963. That would be its biggest daily increase in over three weeks and comes after 100 basis points drop in November and December. That is a big jump for sure. Investors have a fairly busy week ahead with a slew economic data, including European inflation data and the U.S. data on job opening and non-farm payrolls which will help shape market expectations regarding monetary policy moves from the Fed and the European Central Bank. So we're going to start seeing something, again, to be watching very closely is to what happens with the unemployment data. we got to start paying close attention to that. So unemployment improved a little bit in the month of November, but we'll see what December brings. So right now, the unemployment, at last I checked on the Fred website, it was 3.7%. That's something that we got to be watching really closely. Those of us that are investors and business owners, we got to start to really pay close attention to what's happening with unemployment. After years of strong consumer spending, some companies are now finding the limits of their pricing power. According to the CNBC, shipping giant FedEx last week said customers have shied away from speedier, pricier shipping options. Airlines, including Southwest, discounted off-peak fares in the fall. The likes of Target and Cheerio maker General Mills have cut their sales outlooks as more consumers watch their budgets. This is telling that consumers are are watching their budget. What is it that consumers are feeling? You know, is it these high interest rates? Is it these student loan repayments that came back in, online? Is it these car prices with these high interest rates, these car payments? Consumers hurting. The American consumer is currently hurting. It's a shift from the recent years when consumers spent at a breakneck pace and at a high prices, lifting corporate revenues to new records. But faced with weakening demand, more price-sensitive consumers, easing inflation, and better supply, some sectors are now forced to find profit growth without a tailwind of price hikes. The answers across industries have been cut costs, whether it's through layoffs, buyouts, or simply becoming more efficient. Executives have spent the past several weeks selling these cost-cutting plans to Wall Street. I think companies are better at controlling costs and maintaining pricing power, said David Kelly, the chief global strategist at J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Goods companies don't have the pricing power they did in the pandemic. And some in the hotel and travel industries, they don't have the pricing power they did in the immediate post-COVID, he added. Could be a lot of turbulence ahead. I think that 2024 is going to be a really interesting year. We're going to see some growth in the markets. I think that as interest rates come down, I don't think that there will be a crash in real estate. I think that there will be some appreciation. I think it's going to be small appreciation, but I don't think that it's going to be this slew of buyers coming online. I think there will be more buyers as it pertains to real estate coming online as rates go down, but I don't see prices dropping significantly. Of course, there will be some sectors and some areas around the country that will be affected more than others. Like I keep mentioning, Austin, Texas is really hurting in some areas in the West Coast uh, with oversupply. Some areas are going to hurt, but I think overall market is going to be, we're going to see a moderate gain of three to 5%. That's my prediction for 2024 as it pertains to appreciation in real estate. I think that there will be some opportunities this year in the multifamily space and the commercial, all of those in the, in the office space, all of those loans 
that are coming to maturity, commercial loans. I think there will be opportunities in that space. Be paying close attention. If you're in the real estate space, you're just a business person or an investor, I would be paying close attention, be conserving capital, being liquid, and being ready to take advantage of some of the opportunities that will present themselves in 2024. I believe that 2024, there will be a slew of opportunity. 2023 was an interesting year. A lot of naysayers were saying that the market was going to crash. It didn't crash. We saw about four, depending on who you talk to and what data, we saw between four and five percent, five and a quarter percent increase in valuation. The markets did fantastic in 2023, and hopefully we'll have another repeat of that in 2024. The one thing I will tell you is that no matter what you're doing, guys, if you're listening and or you're watching this video, no matter what side of the fence you're in, is you got to stay in the game and you got to keep playing. You cannot just get out of the game. Millions uh, are made by people playing the game, not by people in the sideline. If this has been your weekly business brief, I'll see you guys next week. Peace out. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.